Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are super pumped to be with you again this week. We got some housekeeping that we need to take care of, get this house looking squeaky clean. We have an interview with a certain four-star class of 2023 recruit that you will not want to miss. We got some USFL talk, some NBA talk, and of course, some BYU football talk. Before we get to it, we want to give one quick shout out to our Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you're sharing the, the page and the episodes with your friends and family if you're enjoying it. Please try to leave a review as well. And let's get to it. Let's boo. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here, that's right! Let's back this booler. Yeah! Let's go wild, let's man. Go, baby. Let's go. Alrighty, listeners, welcome into another episode of your favorite podcast on sports. Yes. First things first, <laughs> I'm gonna need all of y'alls to grab some wood polish. Okay, mm. got it. Keep that handy. Next, get a mop. Ooh. No bucket though. Do the mop and the wood mop. polish go together? No. Okay. Okay. Don't put the wood polish in the mop. Yeah. The last thing you're gonna need is. Justin's favorite cleaner, H2 Orange 2. H2 Orange 2 Industrial Cleaner. Sounds great. And you know why you need this stuff? Porqué. Because we got housekeeping. Woo, woo, woo! It's Saturday morning. Your mom has the radio going. It's time to clean up the house. Turn off <laughs> them cartoons. <laughs> exactly. We have a huge announcement that we got to make. First of all, sorry for missing you guys last week. But this week, we got a huge announcement. BYU Football Countdown. BYU's first football game is only 12, I repeat, 12 Saturdays away. That is 82 days away until BYU kicks off at Southern Florida. Let's go! My great uncle Jeffrey can count that on his fingers. <laughs> oh my goodness, your great uncle Jeffrey sounds like Just a kidding. heck of a man. <laughs> There's no such person. <laughs> a man and then some. Uh, that's amazing. I definitely am feeling the heat right now. I am like, every day wake up, is it college football season? No. Aw. And then I go about my day. Then we cry ourselves to sleep. Yeah. Yep. And our wives are wondering who the heck we they married. <laughs> and we play <laughs> NCAA video games to compensate for the fact that there's no football on other than the USFL, which we love. But speaking of the USFL, congrats, Daniel, because you were the only smart one in picking yep. a team that was competent and could play the game of football. Thank you. <laughs> Very much depends on my smarts. <laughs> and the identification of the cool logo. Yes, the helmets. Beautiful. The risque team name. <laughs> Can I go on a 10-second rant? Yep. Please. Houston Gamblers suck. They served up a huge L sandwich with a W on either side. Won the last game of the season versus an undefeated team because they got a safety from their, from the other team Having intentional grounding in the end zone. I can't believe it. Just <laughs> Wow. The Houston Gamblers are a joke. What a way to win. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch every single one of the Bandits games because some of them were on Peacock. And I don't have Peacock. 
Boo. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Streaming um, services, boo. Yep. Uh, but the ones I did watch, I was absolutely disgusted. It literally hurt my brain. It was so bad watching them play football. So I'm just glad that at least one of us has a team in the playoffs. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. Huge Breakers fan here. Um, I might watch my first Breakers game this playoffs. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Oh, we'll man. see what happens. Dan's been following it intensely, as we can yep. tell. <laughs> well, in the meantime, we got some Olympic sports going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, as you my know, gosh. the track and field championships have been going on in Eugene, Oregon, and we have some exciting news from BYU to share. Yeah, this is absolutely insane. So, BYU did pretty well. The teams overall, like, uh, I know the women got ninth. Men yeah. didn't quite finish that high, but they were, you know, kind of in the mix. They had a couple guys. Yeah, that, competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were on the podium for some things. But on the women's side, we have Ashton Reiner, who is one of the best javelin throwers in the world. Yep. The mind goat. you. And she won a national championship in the javelin throw, which is actually BYU's first ever javelin national championship. Okay. A little golf clap to her. <laughs> Uh, and next was Courtney Wayman. And you might know her. She's already won like a bajillion national yeah. championships. She's decorated. Yeah. <laughs> Quite decorated, yes. More decorated than the Sistine Chapel. Ooh. <laughs> uh, she won the 3,000 meter steeplechase, which is actually pretty cool. I didn't know this, but they have to like run over stuff and like go through water. And jump. <laughs> yeah, it's like. That's it's crazy. Is this your first time learning about steeplechase, Jerry? Yeah, I just thought it was like another name for a long race. Ever but... seen Olympics? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But, like, there's, like, hurdles and stuff. Anyway, that's cool. Hurdles and water. But she not only broke her own her own PR, mm-hmm. she not only broke a BYU record or a meet record, she broke an all-time collegiate record by nine seconds. Oh, my goodness. Nine seconds? Nine, for those of you that don't know a lot of track and field, Sheesh. nine seconds? That is a huge margin. That nine. is an incredibly massive margin. That could be, like... 100 meters almost. Now, yeah. usually, usually nine seconds doesn't seem like that long, but when you watch races, they finish like do, 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 right? I'm going, to, we're going to sit here and wait for nine whole seconds just so you guys know how far ahead of the other people she finished. Ready, set, go. Wow. Nine seconds. Second place just finished. <laughs> what an insane record. Shout out to Courtney Wayman on her national championship. Tremendous accomplishment. Now, there is one other sport that we got to talk about before. Oh, a couple other sports that we got to talk about, but one that's going on right now this the NBA. Uh, it, it is now a sport. It wasn't a sport, but now that we're into game five of the finals, it is a sport. <laughs> yeah. Time uh, to tune in. Time to tune in. <laughs> it's the best of three, guys. Exactly. It's 2-2. Golden State's currently up 8 points. Maybe 11. Okay, oh, yep. no, 11. No, it got waved oh. off. So 8 points Don't count in it. Game 5 of the Finals. Do you guys care? Here's here's what I care about here. I despise Draymond Green. Okay. I think he is not someone I would choose to be my best friend. We'll, okay. we'll put All it right. that way. Fair. <laughs> and I hope he loses. He's already been playing... Dismally, as you may have heard. Abysmally. He's got lightly. more fouls than points through the first three games or something. That's true. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it was like 15 fouls and 15 points yeah. or something. Yep, yep. So he's having a rough go at it. Um, I just don't want him to win the finals because he talks a big game. 
doesn't back it up. I don't think he deserves it. All right. Go seize. Go seize. All right. Uh, I'm kind of torn uh, because I don't like the Celtics and I don't like the Warriors. (laughs) So I'm just kind of watching, hoping that Steph Curry shoots the ball every time he touches the ball. And Draymond and Marcus Smart get in a big fist fight. So that's what I'm rooting for here. Malice at the Palace Part 2, baby. Yeah, that'd be fun. Honestly, my only take on this is if the Celtics win this, then they are the all-time leading franchise in championships. Mm, And that's just not fun. We don't like dynasties here. We like to see parity, so let's go for Golden State. Absolutely. Unless it's BYU Dynasty or our dynasties on NCAA 14. Uh I must say, I'm a fan of Steph Curry. Okay. I'm just going to put it out there. So what weighs more, your hatred to Draymond Green or your fandom of Steph Curry? Right now, my hatred towards <laughs> Okay, all right. Have you heard it here first? I hope Steph does well and he's had a great career. I like to see him play well, just not win, you know? Here's here's best case scenario for, for Danny. Steph Curry goes off in the last three games. has like 50 points a game, which mm-hmm. I don't even know if we're on track for that right now. But Probably not. Probably not. Probably. Anyway, he scores like 50 points a game. Celtics win because okay. Draymond has to lose. Yeah, but definitely. Steph Curry wins the MVP on the losing team. Oh. That would be fantastic. I would, would not mind that one bit. Also, we are watching a dog on the television that is flying around pulling his his owner that is Superman, apparently, by the underwear. So, okay. yeah. Just context if we seem distracted. And it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. So, the goats. <laughs> you gotta be Central too. intelligence all over again. But dogs. Alrighty. Y'all know what time it is now. What time is it? It's time Hamilton. for some proper football. Proper. 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 proper football. Proper football. Um, yes, the men's national team had a plethora of games Ooh. over the past week. Starting with Morocco. Good Morocco. team. World of, Cup team. The instruments. Of all the gin joints in all the world. Yep. Um, in which they handled them easily 3-0. Oh, okay. Three nil. Three to zero. Get for I like all of you Americans. Yep. Twenty-one to zero in football terms. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. A clean uh, shutout. Yeah. I would say. Yep. Uh, next, they played Uruguay. 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 Um, the zombie vampire Luis Suarez did not make an appearance. Oh, good. Good. Uh, good. 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 We drew them, or as the Americans say, tied. Oh. Nil nil. Which is zero zero. Still Ooh. not happy about ties being allowed. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But funny thing about this game, their coach, the he, U.S. men's national team, Uruguay, Uruguay's, Uruguay's coach, he used an extra sub. He snuck oh. in an extra <gasps> sub. <laughs> what? It's what scandalous. a cheat! Heaven forbid. He used like six subs instead of five or something. Oh, our, ban him! Our coach got mad and he made an extra sub and it was. Is is glorious. Kick Uruguay out of the World Cup and yes. let Peru back in. Yes. Let Peru in. I agree. <laughs> Justice. Justice for the Peruvians. Exactly. Um, all right. Uh, next up, they beat Grenada. Grenada. Yeah. Gr- I think I think it's pronounced Grenada. Grenade. I think it's pronounced Grenada. Grenade for okay. short. Grenade. Grenade, yeah. I uh-huh. like that. I like that. Uh, well, they lobbed... Five grenades at Grenada. Ooh. Ooh. And if I remember right, if I remember right, uh, what's his name? Fer- Ferreira? Jesus. Jesus. Fer- is it Ferreira? Is yeah. his last name? Yeah. Freaking four goals. Oh my gosh. Four goals. <laughs> That's incredible. That's ridiculous. Four goals. 
That's what? Now, take it with a grain of salt, because oh. a grenade is ranked 170th in the FIFA World <laughs> Rankings oh. out of 176. I was oh, going to say, okay. how many countries are So, <laughs> doesn't get much worse than them. I think okay. they have, like, three players who play professionally or something. So. Yikes. It's just, like, dads off the couch. Like, yeah. We so, basically, <laughs> in football terms, we beat an FCS team 35-0. to zero. Yes. Yeah. But only because... Oh, Steph Curry just tackled the guy. What? And they called it on Al Horford. What is this nonsense? What is going on? What just happened? Okay, that was funny. Sorry. Getting back to proper football, our last point on this. Yeah, yeah. The World Cup group is officially set. Mm. Wales won their European playoff with Scotland and Ukraine. Great game, Sorry, Ukraine. No mercy. So now our group includes England, Iran, and Wales. Yes, and we play Wales uh, the Tuesday, or is it the Monday... It's either... Uh, I want to say Tuesday. Tuesday. It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, just imagine this week. Thanksgiving break. You have all break off. You, you, you go home. You can watch World Cup and College Football Rivalry Week. Oh, heck yeah. All weekend long. I love it. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. It brings a tear to my eye. I must say, I prefer World Cup in the summer still. Yeah. Agreed. Because uh-huh. there's more of like a lull in sports yeah. in the yes. summer, and it, there's nothing better than the World Cup. Yeah. Um, but having it Thanksgiving is, you know, a good second option, I would say. Right? It's it sh- better than it having be it in like the first weekend of October when school's in first flare and yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. You know what brings a tear to my eye? It's been almost three minutes into the second half, and Golden State still hasn't scored a single point. Oh, Austin's wow, it's coming so back. Two-point game. Two-point game. You know what else brings a tear to my eye? What? The fact that NIU, you heard uh, that right, Northern Illinois University, got snubbed. Jared, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so I remembered why I hate the BCS so much. Um, I was very frustrated. Uh, I, I So I have NCAA 14 playing on my Xbox 360 uh, late into the, the wee hours of the morning. Mm. Um, and I'm coaching currently at... Uh, NIU. I had to restart my dynasty because my account got locked out. So I had to restart, so that sucks. That's rough. But anyway, I'm NIU. going through. I lost one game to Notre Dame, and it was 41-42 to in overtime because I went for two trying to end it then and there, and I got stuffed. Oh, man. That was bad. Anyway, so I go throughout the rest of the season. Notre Dame's like fifth in the country, okay? All season long. They're good. It's a good loss. Beat everybody. Doing really, really well. Get to the end of the season. I win my conference championship like 58-2 to three or something, some ridiculous margin. And I was number three in the country. I'm like, okay, there's no way they're going to hold me out now. Freaking Ohio State, my own team, two losses goes to the national championship over me. They have two losses. Two losses. And I only have one. And they went over me. It's ridiculous. A two-loss Ohio State team. It's it's a travesty. So uh, I've been quoted as saying I want the BCS back. I don't think I do. I think either way, whatever kind of system you have in college football, there's going to be biases, and the mm. money teams are always going to get in over the non-money teams. So That's I have to true. reevaluate my uh, my customs. Well, I can't say I relate. Mm. Well, I can relate to not wanting the BCS back. I cannot relate to not getting into the championship because I'm the head coach at the University of North Texas. Ooh, North currently Texas. playing in the Big 12. We won the Big 12 championship. Got in as the number two and beat number one Washington for the national championship. Ooh. There we go. So, shout out to UNT, the Mean Green with their first national championship. The Mean Green. <laughs> I like it. My coach, Boingo Bongo, which Ooh. is his name. Oh, of course. Nice. That, that's great. You can make lots of jokes. 
Coach Bongo. <laughs> Coach Boingo Bongo, the opposition. Boing. Boing. Why, why are we speaking in accents? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Too uh, much proper football. Too much proper football, yes. Um, well, uh, now, next, we have on a very special interview with a very special guest. Oh, yeah. We are going to welcome on Emmanuel Waller. But, after this first ad. Keep it here, folks. Hello, everyone. Today's podcast is brought to you by Mini Tacos from Costco. Not Costco, just the Mini Tacos. Mini Tacos are great for for big get-togethers, like national championship watch parties. Correct? Am I, am I right? You're exactly right. Okay. Uh, I, I agree with you. I am right. <laughs> they don't really... Uh, honestly, like, if you take a look at them, they're not that good. Because they're just like this cold little soggy shell... That's wrapped with like a thumbnail's worth of meat in the middle. Are they even tacos? What an advertisement. We're really selling these things. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Throw them in the oven slash microwave. And then you get like six of them and you put them on your plate. And then you get guacamole, salsa, and ranch. Yeah. And you just put them all together. And then you dip the mini tacos in it, and the little bit of meat is, like, sitting in half of the little taco. And then the sauce sits in the other little half of the mini taco. And then you eat it. Uh, delicious. Peach so, yeah. cuisine. That's that's the ad. So That's the ad. All right, everybody. Welcome back from that beautiful ad break. We hope you enjoyed that. Now we have a very special guest that we want to invite here on the podcast. It is a four-star defensive end recruit from the class of 2023, Emmanuel Waller. Welcome to the show, man. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Emmanuel. We're doing great. Better now that you're joining us. We're very excited to have you. So you announced your commitment just a little while ago. You're wearing the, the beanie we can see. That's awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe just walk us through a little bit of that process because, like, you had offers from a ton of other, like, uh, schools, you know, obviously big ones like Mississippi State, Wake Forest, Indiana, West Virginia, you know, the likes, a bunch of P5 schools. Um, so what was kind of the recruitment process like? And why did you choose BYU? Um, I feel like – so the recruitment process, just, like, as a whole, it was it was really stressful. I'll say that it was, <laughs> it was super stressful with coaches. <laughs> I want to talk to you every single night. It'll be like <laughs> like nine or ten o'clock. They'll be FaceTiming me and stuff. So yeah. honestly, <laughs> I was waiting on the offer for a long time. Just like it was never really my dream to go to BYU, but as I matured, I felt like that's where uh, I needed to be at. And then once I was up there, I just felt like home. And whenever they offered me, I just had to hop on the commitment. Join the, the family, you know. Yeah, Heck yeah, man. And we're glad they offered you. We're glad to have you here. Yes, sir. So, um, you're coming to BYU, and we've got a whole lot of fans who are very excited to have you play for us to get to know you better. So, could you tell us a little bit about your background? Like, how long have you been playing football? You know, what's that experience been like growing up? Um, yeah, I've been playing football since forever ago. I mean, I started playing first grade, so I was six years old. So first grade? Been, 
Yeah, I've been playing for a long time. Um, <laughs> I, my dad played college ball, so I've been around it my whole life. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. So, yeah. Was your dad also defensive end like you, or? Um, he played both offensive line and defensive line. He was a, a little bit bigger than me, so. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Trenches. <laughs> and have you always played defense your whole life, or have you kind of moved around a little bit, or? I guess what would you kind of compare your game to as you've kind of like grown into yourself? Um, no, when I first started, I was a running back, so you know I was. Oh baby! Okay. Yeah, <laughs> so that's where I kind of get get the speed from or whatever. But um, wow, gotcha. No, I went from running back, played a little quarterback, but I've okay. always played B too. Line, so. Yeah. Okay. And we gotta change your classification on rivals. You're an athlete, man. Yeah, you're not a GM, you're a football player. You're for real. all around the place, man. Man, were you the type of running back that just bowled oh, through yeah. people, or what? What type of running back were you? Uh, we used to do a lot of uh, what's it call it, like halfback tosses and stuff. So I would just okay. be like mostly speed type of guy, not not really. Oh, power okay. Back then, wow. but. It, All right. It That's changes, not what I was like expecting you, to hear. Because you know. <laughs> <laughs> I played running back me. back in the day, but I'm slow as garbage, man. Like, my, my 40 time is probably <laughs> way into the, like, upper fives or something like that. So I was always just running through people. That's all I could do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now what would you kind of – would you say that you're kind of like an out um, – you're like an outside speed guy or, like, how would you define your game? What do you think it looks like? Is there, like, maybe an NFL comparison or, or somebody that you kind of, like, model your game after? Um, honestly, I would say I try to watch as many uh, defense linemen as I can. Like, even on social media and stuff, I follow a bunch of those pages just to, like, just they'll pop up and I'll just watch it and then I'll end up clicking on the the uh, page or whatever, just scrolling through yeah. it, trying to like just better myself and stuff like that. Right. But I'd say my game. Uh, I'm pretty fast. I mean, I say I'm pretty fast, but um, I think I also come with a lot of power too. So that's, that's what you need. Right. I, think exactly. I can provide that for sure. The deadly combo right there: the speed and the power. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cool. if I have this right, six four, two forty one. That's that's good size right That's there. Size. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little closer to 250 now. So okay, okay, bulk it up, putting on some weight. Huh? For sure, for sure. Probably Very gonna nice. run it off tomorrow at practice or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was, That's what we need to be doing here. We're putting on weight too, but it's it's, it's not for anything. It's not your kind of weight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's hot down here for real though. I'm not gonna lie. It's hot today. Oh my gosh! Can't well, even imagine. What was the temperature like? Ninety-five. Ninety-five. Sure, it's pretty humid down there too, right? Yep. Mm, oh, that's what yeah. made it ten times worse. That's brutal. <laughs> and you guys are out. Are you guys doing two days right now, or? No, but we are out there from seven to eleven. So. It's oh, pretty okay. Long. So basically, yeah. I don't think we mentioned right. You're in Alabama, so mm -hmm. you're in Alabama, SEC country. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, it can definitely get humid down there. <laughs> mm hmm. Real human. Um, so speaking of SEC country, how what is it like like growing up in SEC country? Because like we've all grown up kind of I mean Justin's from California, me and Dan are from Provo. We don't really have that feeling and I know the SEC says like it just means more, right? But like maybe kind of give us an inside look into like how football is a part of the culture 
um, down in the south where it like means more and it's such a big part of everything that you guys do down there? Um, I'd say it's pretty much like a lifestyle. Like I feel like a lot of people like love football and that's pretty much like as soon as football season comes around, it seems like everyone's much more happier than they are. And, like, <laughs> and stuff like that. So um, also just like there's a lot of competition down here. Like mm-hmm. me, I would consider myself one of the one of I mean the one of the better players in the state, but there's so many good players in the state. It's just like it's crazy. Like right now I'm, I was looking the other day, I'm listed at 30th on 24 7. And like just like me being who I am and like I just think I can do so much better than that. So I got a chip on my shoulder going into okay this season. Just feeling a little underrated right now. So Hey, that's good though, right? That gives you kind of that yeah. extra motivation to push, kind of get yourself up the ranks a little bit. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I mean, at the end of the day, rankings don't matter, but it's just you always want to see yourself above other people. Like you want to see yourself at the top. And I got, I feel like I can definitely do that. Right. Of course. Season, for sure. No, rankings don't matter, but you know, of course you got to check them, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every you now. Give it a little glance at least, you know? Yeah. For sure. So growing up in Alabama, you know, of course you're right in the university of Alabama's footprint, you know, there's Auburn there too. Is that a dream that a lot of kids have growing up in Alabama to play for Alabama and Tuscaloosa, or is does it not have that much of a reach in Alabama that we think? Um, I'd say it was definitely a dream for me. Like I always wanted to go to Auburn. I was a big Auburn fan growing up okay. until previously. So uh, I used to I went to a couple of their camps and stuff, but you know, I ended up with the Y on my hat. So that's all I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're very excited. Worked out better. Yes, absolutely. So, for sure, for sure. Can you tell us a little bit more about why BYU, maybe uh, communication you've had with Coach Kalani or some other players on the team? What's what's it been like getting to know them better, and why did you ultimately choose to come play for BYU? Um, I'd say I ultimately chose it just because, like, I remember when I was younger, like being a member my whole life and stuff, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to go there. Like I heard there was like so <laughs> many strict rules, like the honor code yeah. and all that stuff. But I felt like as I, as I got older, I was like, okay, that's like, as I got older and saw and realized other things, I felt like that's where the environment I needed to be in because okay. there's so many things that, you know, so many trials and stuff that um, we go through on a daily basis. It's so easy to fold nowadays, but I feel like, I mean, I'm sure there's trials there too, but I feel like it's a lot, a lot less. So that's, that's one of the reasons, but also Coach Kalani, he's a cool dude. Coach Kalani, I love Coach <laughs> Kalani. I, I haven't gotten to meet him in person yet, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy, but yeah. once I do, it'll be a, a pretty cool experience because he seems like a really cool dude just from texting him a couple of times and all that stuff. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty excited to meet him. Yeah, he is a great guy. <laughs> he's also a lot bigger than I thought when I first met him. I was like, oh, he's like, he could play football yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, he's got to be one of the most funny people that I've ever seen. Right? He's just, he's always charismatic. He's always having fun. You can tell too, like in interviews, he's like trying to keep it serious, but you know, that's just like not him. Like he doesn't want to keep it serious. So like he's always got that. Look. It's so he's, 
We love Coach Kalani here. Yeah, he got yeah. his personality in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Talking about his gritty too. <laughs> yeah, his gritty. Yes, he's unstoppable, man. Those like post-win celebration dances in the locker room. He's always going viral yeah, on ESPN funny. and stuff like that. Oh yeah. After every after every win, we're always scrolling trying to find who's post. You know, who on the team is posting a video of Kalani yeah, in the locker room. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking about BYU and winning, when you get up here in 2023, what are your football goals or any other goals that you might have up here at the Y? Um, honestly, just to, I haven't really thought about that yet. I mean, of course, everyone has their goals to, to start and be able to produce and just be a team player. But I'm, I mean, I'm sure there'll be personal goals that pop up Um, once I, after this season that we're over with. I'm really focused on my new school and all that that I just got to trying to Learn all the players, the coaches, the plays, of course, all that type of stuff. So I haven't, I haven't really been thinking about the, the next chapter as much as I feel like I should be. So, <laughs> Well, I, 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 I think that, I feel like that would be pretty hard, like, because you obviously have one more year of high school before you, you know, go to college ranks. But like, how has that been like going through the recruiting process, committing to a school, but still knowing that you have a year left of high school ball? Like, has that kind of like made it hard to focus on this year of school or have you been able to take it in stride? Like, I don't know how, maybe just talk about how that process has been, like still having a year left of school. Um, I think it's made it a lot easier for me just so I can actually like focus on school. I'm not going to be distracted by all these coaches and all this other stuff. I'm a, I know where I'm going to go. I just got to get the requirements to get there and then focus on my team and just my last year and having fun and then I'll be off my way. So that, that's, that's where I'm at with it in my mindset. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. It's a great mindset. <laughs> so I'm curious. Uh, what are some of your favorite football memories, either playing in a game or watching, you know, college or pro game? What have been your favorite football memories? Uh, let me think. Let's think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Little League because, like, scoring touchdowns is so fun. And now, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to prevent the touchdown. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's still fun, but it's not as fun as, like, when you cross that goal line, you got the ball in your hands, all your teammates running up to congratulate you and stuff yeah. like that. So <laughs> I'd probably say that because, I mean, other than that, I feel like football has been kind of a blur. Like, it feels like I kind of just got into high school when it's my last year coming up. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's flown by for real. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Hey, you're not done scoring touchdowns, though. No, sir. Yeah, yeah. when you score a touchdown here at BYU – we're all going to take you out to dinner that night. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll do, we'll storm the field right in the middle of the game, man. We'll put you up on our shoulders. <laughs> Royal strong at your podcast. We're about to get kicked out of the game, but it'll all be worth it. <laughs> oh yeah. For your sure. first second. Give me a little touchdown. You know, I haven't had one in a couple of years, so it'd be nice. <laughs> Dude, oh, we'll we'll You're going to have a strip sack every game. Who knows? Strip yeah. six every game. <laughs> We're going to manifest it here uh, on the podcast. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, if you score a strip six every single game, then that means you just have to shout out the World Strong and True podcast after every single one. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we're the reason For why. Sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Manifestation. 
Exactly. <laughs> Got to speak it into existence. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe just a couple of final questions here. Um, we're talking with some other recruits just kind of about like, what, what do they do outside of football? You know, because like, we know that like football is a huge part of your life, but like, what do you like to do outside of, uh, outside of football? Like, who are you when you're not on the football field? Um, I'd say I'm a pretty chill, laid back, funny person. Um, mostly to myself for the most part. I mean, <laughs> I'm not like the, the really loud type of. Yeah, yeah, mostly the like kind of in the like kind of behind the scenes kind of yeah. just chilling gotcha. type of person. So, but uh, when I'm around like my my friends and all that stuff, I I can get a little a little wild, a little funny, you know? <laughs> a little wild, a little extra. Yeah, <laughs> not, not not too bad though. Like nothing too extreme. Just mm-hmm. you know trying to have fun and stuff. So, so I'd say that's pretty much how I am for real. Just a chill person. That's good. Yeah, I think we can tell. You seem like a chill, laid back person. We can tell yeah. that you you got a goofy side too. You too. seem like oh, a yeah. good hang yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like best people to be around. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Once really. you get up here, we're gonna have to like go out and see a movie or something, hang out together. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely got a link. Speaking of linking up, I got a question for you. I want you to be dead honest with me, okay? Brutally honest. Right. Brutally honest. Yeah. <laughs> If we all lined up head to head against you right now, just one on one, how long do you think that any of us could keep you off of a quarterback? Uh, okay, I'm gonna have to get the the height and the height and weight measurement. So I'll just all right, right here. I'm six two two thirty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, bigger than me. Yeah, he's the heaviest. Yeah, I'm six four one ninety five. Might be adding a couple inches. Yeah, it might be. Pumping my stats a little. I'm five ten with shoes on. Clocking in maybe one eighty. Oh, one thing. How many seconds is our QB gonna have? So, like, are y'all pass setting? Like, what's the strategy? Yeah, we're, we're pass blocking. Pass blocking, yes. Uh, I'll give y'all two, maybe two seconds, three seconds. Two seconds? Okay. <laughs> maybe enough time for a very quick slant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it's three people, so it's, it's going to be kind of hard, but. No, it's just one on one. One on one. Oh, one on one? Oh, never mind. Maybe one. Maybe one. <laughs> Half I don't know. <laughs> I like that. Even with three of us, two seconds, I guess, yeah, I guess all three of us. He's going to pull us just all through all three of us at once. I think you might be being yeah. a little modest, Emmanuel, but we'll take it. That's cool. <laughs> You'll have to back that up sometime. <laughs> all right. I know this is my last question. I don't know if you guys have any more, but I have to know. On the BYU recruiting pitch, did they sing you the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? No, they, they didn't. They didn't. Oh, okay. Good. I had to ask. Cool. That would have been cool, though, but they, they didn't. <laughs> I guess yeah. we'll do that. That's <laughs> a great name. Oh, yeah. pretty great. Do you go by Emmanuel, by the way, or do you have, like, a nickname that you go by more? Um, People call me Manny. They call me Lalo. They just – it's just, you know, fluctuate between the three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I got one more question for you, Emmanuel, or Manny, right. or Lalo. Or, no. uh, Lalo. What is your final message to those fools at 24-7 
that have you rated as a three star instead of the rivals four star? Um, I'm just honestly just just look out. Like I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> play with the a tip on my shoulder for real. Like this year, I'm only gonna play defense because last year I played both sides, and I feel like that kind of affected it a little bit slightly. That, so I feel like this year, you know, bumping up to the highest classification in the state, I think will also help me um, get better. And if, if I can compete against them, I feel like I can compete against anyone because we play in one of the toughest regions, in my opinion, in the nation. There's Thompson, Hoover, all these big schools. And, you know, if I can compete against them, I can compete against anyone. So they'll, they'll see. They'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll change their mind eventually. <laughs> they'll get what's coming to them <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, will. Sure. <laughs> that's awesome I love it well thanks again for joining us Lalo um, yeah, we had a great time talking with you we're very excited to have you in Provo terrorize uh, the opposing QBs yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, you got anything else for us you got any questions or anything you want to plug you know for yourself uh -huh. or family or anything uh no, I just shout out Cougar Nation, you know. Uh follow me on Instagram. Lay oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's what's the what's the username or the handle? Uh Lalo Wallace. It's on all social, all my social. Lalo Wallace. Oh, sure. We'll tag you. We'll yeah. we'll tag you when we make the announcement of this episode, <laughs> we'll tag you. You can repost it so we can get some love too. It'll be perfect. All right, for sure, for sure. Thank Just you. so you know, you are now a friend of the podcast, contractually obligated to come on whenever we might ask. <laughs> All right. Just totally <laughs> you are a friend of the podcast, not contractually obligated for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we go, we got to get one Go Cougs from you, Manny. All right. Go Cougs. Go, go Cougs. Have you ever wanted a delicious, delectable snack? Maybe something a little salty, maybe a little something savory. Well, then we have got something for you. The Royal Strong and True Podcast is proudly brought to you by all cheese sticks, all string cheeses, except for cheddar string cheese. Ooh. Mozzarella string cheese? Yes. Pepper Jack string cheese? Yes. Mm. Cheddar string cheese? No. Have you ever had a cheddar string cheese that you left in your lunchbox? All because you were playing basketball at lunch. It got in your lunchbox. It heated up. It was warm. You tried to eat it. And then you basically just puked because of how gross it was. I know I have. And you <laughs> will too. So stay away from the cheddar cheese sticks. Go and, sell, go and grab a mozzarella or a pepper jack to munch on. And enjoy the rest of the show. Alrighty. I love that interview. That was a great interview. That was an awesome Probably interview. Probably one of my favorites. So good. I love Manny slash Lalo. Or Lalo. Yeah. I love him. He's great. Can't wait to get him on campus. He's a get, let me tell you. <laughs> dude's a get. He's going to be a lot more than a three-star on 24-7 when he plays this year at Oak Mountain. Yeah, those little poopy pants. Mm -hmm. So we got some big news coming out of the Big 12 Conference. Mm -hmm. Ooh, big news for Big Conference. I like this. Big uh, news for the Big 12. Oh. <laughs> we just watched Jason Tatum airball Jesus. a shot. Oh, my God. In the fourth. The University of Central Florida, Cincy, and Houston have all agreed to an $18 million buyout to leave the American and join the Big 12 in 2023, joining BYU. Now, that's kind of crazy because that's $18 million each. Yeah. And, like, I, the, I was reading up on it. It's, like, uh, in, like, 18 installments over the next, like, yeah. 40 years or something. Yeah. Uh -huh. I swear. <laughs> 
They're going to, like, pay him a nickel, like, every other day or something. Yeah. Till the end of time. I don't know. Anyway, big news for BYU because we thought we were going to be the only team joining in 2023. But now, UCF, Cincy, and Houston will be joining us. It's on. Mm-hmm. It's his own. And I must say, thoughts and prayers to the American. <laughs> Their three best teams got poached. Yep. By the Big 12. And they won't be getting uh, any money for a long time. Yeah, they'll be getting, like, a dollar a year for the next... 18 million years. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I'm happy about it. You know who is not sad and who is also happy about it? Whomst. The new players joining the Big 12 because, sure, they have to pay $18 million. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much each Big 12 school is getting in revenue this year? Oh, boy. Just in straight revenue distribution. Oh, boy. Oh. $42.6 million. <laughs> <laughs> So literally more than double what they owe. It's monopoly money. Oh my goodness. So say, <laughs> so say Okay, that that's hilarious. So say that because when Texas and Oklahoma leave, that number's probably gonna go down a little bit. Yeah. Right? So well, I'm yeah. I'm I'd probably guess like thirty. Although somewhere around there. There are fewer teams to split it with. True. True that. True mm-hmm. that. So okay. Who yeah. can say? So probably around thirty to forty. I'm guessing, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, probably, it'll be probably third. Similar, maybe a little lower. Depends because yeah. we're renegotiating the television deal here pretty soon too, and yeah. 2025, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Those all yes. go up too, and yes. that's gonna be record deal. I tell yeah. you, mm-hmm. the Big Ten. Oh, dude, have you heard what the rumors about the Big Ten yeah. deal? Oh, I've heard. oh my goodness, heard it's like b- b- billions in the billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, each each team could be bringing home like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah, no, it's gracious. <laughs> anyway. I think it's funny that they're like, oh, yeah, we'll pay you the $18 million over the next 25 years, but they're going to be making, like, 30 every single year. So I think that's pretty good. That's some good stuff right there. That's good, uh, what do you call it, finagling? Good economics. <laughs> good, sure. Good. Finagling economics, yeah. Finaganomics. Finaganomics. <gasps> Not to be confused with Reaganomics. Oh, no. <sighs> Finaganomics. Finaganomics. I like that. That's, like, that's my new Chew word down. for, like, Slimy business dealings that like get you all the money. Finaganomics. You heard it here. If you're listening up until this point in the episode on our last Instagram post, comment Finaganomics. Finaganomics. However you want to spell it. And use it in a sentence every day for the next week. And Draymond is getting in a fight with Jason Tatum. Draymond Look at him. There we go. Dumb. That's what we love to see, baby. That's what we love to see. Dude, they're like, whoa, bench clearing. Bench clearing. Let's go. Nobody's actually throwing fists, though. Dang it. Give Boom. him a T. Give him a T. Give him a T. Give him a T. Pull his pants down. Okay. Um, so, with the Big 12 being set for 2023. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, source... Source, some Texas reporter. Per source. Source. Yes. Some Texas reporter said that Texas and Oklahoma are planning on leaving it 2024. Yeah. Uh, like a year early. Right? That's the yeah. most likely plan. Yeah. And I I heard that it's because Oklahoma doesn't have the money. And Texas, you know, has a bajillion, oh, bajillion yeah. dollars. <laughs> but, and Oklahoma's like, hey, will you guys pay for our exit fee? And Texas is like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they want to leave together. They're not going to leave separately. So. Yeah. So we will have one year in which there will be 14 teams in the Big 12. Texas and Oklahoma plus the four newbies, including us. So I ask you guys, what would you guys like to see for the 2023 football schedule? Which Big 10 or which Big 12 schools do you want to see us play? Where do you want to play? Where do you want the bye weeks? 
We know we have SUU in Arkansas at the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. But I want to hear from you guys what your 2023 projected schedule is. So I have one more thing about Texas and oh, Oklahoma. Oh, yes, of course. Go for it. Yep. I think it's very funny that they did this. And sometimes I forget <laughs> that they did this. But then I remember, <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs> because neither of them are the best team in the Big 12. Not right now. By far. No. Last year, especially. <laughs> Texas uh, hasn't been the best year. <laughs> Oklahoma is you know, borderline second or third, maybe. Uh, yeah. Texas is you know, down there. But borderline second or third to last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm still glad they did it because you know it put all the dominoes in place that allowed for us to join the Big Twelve. True. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for sure. Gotta thank you, Oklahoma and Texas, for being foolish. Yeah, for your stupidity. And for us benefiting from it. Yes, mm-hmm. they are the prime, um, the prime examples of finaganomics. Finaganomics. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, they are. Go. Do we like our money? Yes. Do we want more money? Yes. Yes to all questions. That's the definition of finaganomics. <laughs> so, okay, the teams I want to see, first um, week, not week one, but week one in the Big 12. Is that week four or something? something uh, like, who knows? We, yes, it do. would be week four. I want to play Texas. Texas. First, first things game. first. Let's Texas. Go. At Texas or at home? Uh, at home. At home. Nice. Texas at home. I don't know if they're they're willing to come, but <laughs> let's make them come, and let's beat them. Hand All right, <laughs> let's beat them. I like that. Um, well, who else do you guys have? Week one. Week one, I want to take on Iowa State at Ooh, home. Why is that? It is widely known that one of the reasons we did not get into the Big Twelve during the last round of realignment oh, was because of Iowa State. And their mm. students campaigning against BYU. Yes, their students. So, activists. were they justified? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> but still. They're woke yeah. Were they lying? No, they weren't lying. But, okay. The fact of the matter is, they kept us out, and I want to bring them into Provo and absolutely obliterate them. Dang, I didn't even think of that. That's great. That's really good. I have us playing at UCF. Because mm, I want to prove in the first year of the Big 12, and I know this isn't like a popular opinion, um, I want to prove that we are the best of the new teams in the okay. Big 12. I want to play yeah. UCF, Cincy, and Houston, and I want to go to the bounce house, mainly just so that we three can you know, go take to a the bounce trip house. to Orlando yeah. and go to the bounce house. Who yeah. wouldn't want that? Exactly. That'd be cool. But I want to beat UCF. At their place, and Draymond Green is Draymond throwing a temper tantrum. He's yelling at his coach. At his curve. coach. He's saying that it wasn't a foul. He's telling him to review it. This man is out of control. Oh, okay. my goodness. Hilarious. Anyway, yeah, so that's what I want to do. All right. I want to prove we are the best of the new. Game two, I have Iowa State. Okay. Good. For the same reasons. Good. I didn't think of that. That's I might, great. I might want to go there and beat them there. Okay. Ooh. Just to show them who's boss. That would be a very hostile crowd, I tell you. Yeah. yeah, it would. That's For, what makes winning so good. Heck yeah. <laughs> the more hostile the crowd, the more sweet the victory. For week five, the second week in the Big uh, Big 12, I got at UCF. Okay. Same reason as Jared. I want to go to the bounce house. Gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. I got Oklahoma State at home. Okay. I think Ooh. they're going to be one of the best teams in the they Big 12 be quite good. this year. They'll be good. Moving Spencer into next Sanders. year. Is he legit? 
Uh, he's about as legit as Bo Nix is. <laughs> <laughs> Catch him on a good day. Depending on the game. <laughs> and he might throw a touchdown. Um, anyway, touchdown. I do think Oklahoma State is going to be one of the premier teams in the new Big 12. Yeah. And so I want to play them. I'd rather get them at home because I think they're going to be good. That would be a crazy game at home. Yeah, I agree. That would be yeah. lit. Let's see. This is the third game. Yeah. Yes. I've got Kansas. I also Kansas. have Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> Kansas. Uh, I'm treating this kind of like a bye week, okay. <laughs> basically. All right. So I've got what should be a tougher game next week. To prepare for that, we're going to have a team we can overlook easily. Not even game plan for. Don't ask Texas about that. Lose. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, but yeah, for me, that's Kansas. Yeah. No, I FCS team bye week. Basically bye week. Yeah. Speaking about bye weeks, I'm talking about going at Texas. The oh, next okay. Game. Equal. That's... May I remind you, the last time we played at Texas, Taysom Hill went off and we won 41 to 7. Uh oh. Draymond Green first player of the foul three times in a single <laughs> final since 2000. And this is game five. <laughs> he fouled out in three of the five games. Okay. He threw a tantrum when they <laughs> called the foul out. Okay. BYU, the last time they went to Austin, won 41 to 7. Basically. Practically ending Charlie Strong's career. So, I think we could go do that again. I would love to just smash Texas right in the mouth and prove to them that they don't belong in the SEC. I like that. That'd I like your reason. Good fun. And basically, Kansas beat Texas, and so therefore, Texas is even more of a bye week than Kansas is. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Who do we got next? Um, next, I have Oklahoma. Ooh, home or away? Home. Okay. I like it. Yeah. I think we could beat them at home. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I don't know how good they'll be. There's a lot of uh, changing of the guard, you might say. Yes. Overall in Oklahoma. But, yeah, we got... we just coming off a huge win against Kansas. And then we got Oklahoma <laughs> at home. Um, this will be a statement victory for us. Shoot us up in the rankings. We'll be undefeated. Let's go. Yeah, nice. I like how you got 14 days to prepare for Texas, or for Oklahoma there. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. Uh, week 7, I got Houston. Again, Houston. the same reasoning. I, I'd rather play them at home because in 2020, we went to their place. So yeah, okay. I want Houston to come here and, uh, you know, Demand blow the doors it. off of them. Yo. Oh, uh, yo. I'm speaking yo. Spanish here. Yo tengo. I, yo tengo. Texas Tech. Okay. Honestly, I think Texas Tech will be an underrated rivalry with BYU. Granted that Texas Tech is one of the closest schools geographically to BYU in the new Big 12, being in Western Texas. True, okay. yes. Lubbock. Lubbock. Okay. No place like Lubbock. <laughs> no uh, place is ugly. Hey, Lubbock will be insane basketball season. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah. For football, maybe not so much. But, yeah, okay. Huh? I like it. I like it. Yeah. If they do pods... Texas Tech and BOU will most likely be in the same pod. Yeah. Just geographically speaking. I got Texas Tech at home. I'll take it. <clears throat> yep. Next, I have a bye week. Oh, oh okay. interesting. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Week, week eight bye. I got also a bye week going to Texas. <laughs> um, I would like to go to Texas because I've always wanted to go to Texas Stadium. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think they renamed it. I don't know if it's still the Gaylord or no. That's Oklahoma. What is this? I feel like they renamed it though, but I don't know. But I want to go to Austin. Um, I've always wanted to see the burnt orange. They have that super, super dope, um, like end zone thing that's got like the horn, the longhorn in the stadium seats. I don't know. Seems really cool. Is it the Daryl K? 
Yeah. Yeah. Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. Wow, that's yeah. a mouthful. Sheesh. That's even worse than Lavelle Edwards. DKR. Looks like they might sure. have actually... Or is that so the old it, name? It's, no, it's Campbell Williams Field at Daryl K. That. Royal Texas this Memorial stupid. Stadium. Stupid. Just choose a name. Yeah. Frickin' Texas. Just name it after Coach K already. <laughs> <laughs> Texas? <laughs> yeah, they, they got Coach K Court, Coach K Cameron Indoor. Honestly, they should just name it Taysom Hillfield. Throw Texas. Taysom Hillfield. There you go. Taysom Hillfield. Because last time he was there, he torched it. All right, so that's my week eight game at Texas on the Taysom Hill Memorial Field. I'm playing Oklahoma State at home. Oh. I think that would be a really fun home game, middle that, of the that season. Would be fun. That'd be electric. Assuming that we're both undefeated in league, that would be a ton of fun to play. That would be electric. That would be sick. All right, next up I have TCU. Oh! At TCU. Okay, okay. Sort of reviving the old embers of the Mountain West days. <laughs> um, Gary Patterson may be gone. He's gone. He's actually at Texas but, now. Oh, he's at Texas? He's at Texas. Okay. Well. He's a like a analyst. Hmm. He's a GA. And a country singer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he came up with another song oh about, leaving te- about leaving TCU. He's still going at it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've got at TCU there. Maybe we can get something going with them again. I like that. Yeah. I got a bye week this week, so. I also have at TCU. So oh, Dan and I are whoa. aligned right there. It's so. meant to be. Okay. Yeah. Look for that then. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. 2023, week nine, we'll be playing at TCU. At TCU. <laughs> uh, next up, I've got Cincinnati. Ooh. Very nice. Like Jared. I want to play the young guns and prove that we are the best get for the Big 12. I like and it. Beat him. I haven't decided home or away for this one. Neutral site. Okay, we can go neutral. <laughs> Just a random like neutral end of site over neutral in site. Las Vegas. Yeah, why not? <laughs> let's. You know what? Against Cincinnati. Let's play in Alaska. When's oh, the last time okay. somebody's played in Alaska? We could do like a satellite, kind of like the Dublin, Ireland oh. one, but in destination. Alaska in October. We can all travel to Alaska and then go explore the nature. That'd be I pretty would cool. Love to go as to long Alaska. as they got domes up there. <laughs> yeah, in October, just this to keep the bears out. This will be late. They need to because it's gonna be pitch black outside. Yeah, for 24 true. Hours. Or maybe yeah. it'll just be light all game. Dude, what if it's just the entire game is lit by the Northern Lights? <gasps> okay, that would be cool. You convinced me. All right, we're doing Dude, it. Dude, and we could like cut glow sticks open and splatter them on the uniforms. Yes, Ooh, the beauty <laughs> combos for that. <laughs> okay, that would be awesome. Uh, my week ten game is Oklahoma at home. Uh, I have them coming off a bye week, right? Off the bye week, Oklahoma at home. Mm. Um, And I want to play Oklahoma, obviously. And I want to force Oklahoma to travel to BYU Mm -hmm. to come play us. Get the altitude, maybe pull off another 41-7 shellacking of them. Um, So, yeah, that's that's me, Oklahoma. I'm in a similar boat as you, Jared. Uh, I actually have the bye week right now and then Oklahoma after. So, Oklahoma after the bye. Gotcha. Here's Ooh. your reminder, everybody, that BYU all-time is 2-0 and against Oklahoma. Good to know. Nice. So, basically, it's a gimme game is what you're saying. It's a gimme. Okay. Next up, I have Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston, we have a problem. In Provo. <laughs> we, I love the Cougar rivalry. Yes. And cougar on Cougar crime. That's uh-huh. actually that's actually a if good point. Will. Like, the Cougars against each other? Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's like three white people on the court for the Celtics, so it must be garbage time. Yeah, you know. Yep. You know, oh, Jared's well getting the Celtics. <laughs> anyway, I like what you're saying, Dan. I think the Cougar on Cougar thing, that could be a good rivalry. Yeah. And we, we do have a bit of a history with Houston as well. We do, Our yeah. recent history. 
basketball and football. So, mm-hmm. ooh, yeah. Let's keep it going. True. TJ Haas game winner. Oh, that was crazy, crazy. Uh, I got at Cincy. And mm. Cincy, I think right now, in everyone's minds, is the best new team in the Big 12. I think we can all say that, right? I think they're done. Having gone I think like. A lot of people are higher on Houston right now than they are on really? Cincy. Really? Really? Yeah, because you know since he's losing a lot, they're, they're that's true. They're losing Desmond Ritter, which basically like carried their entire team. If we look at the odds to win the American right now, uh, since he does actually have the best, but UCF is close behind them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Since he plus one eighty, UCF plus two hundred. Okay. Wow. They both have nine and a half projected wins. Interesting. Um, anyway. I want to go to Cincy and beat them at their place okay. so that we are the undisputed, like, best of the rest, like, best of the new player. Oh, we ain't best of the rest. We best of the whole Big 12. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I want to Year prove one. that. So, week 11, early November, go to Big 10 country, um, kind of, in a way. That's another game that I'd love to go out to because Cincy will probably be, like, I don't know. They'd probably throw in the, the late time slot, right? Yeah, for sure. And then we could that. go to an Ohio State game at one thirty against Rutgers. Heck yeah. So there we go. <laughs> Love, Love to it. see it. <laughs> I already said I have Oklahoma that week. so. Uh, let's see. Did I just say Houston? Yes. Okay. I may have miscounted, but my last game is Baylor. Okay. Okay. Is that enough games? You're off by one. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to play Baylor the last, Baylor twice. the last week. So the week before that, let's go with, I don't know. West, West, Virginia? West Virginia. Let's go West Virginia. Yeah. All right, West Virginia, Morgantown. Nice. I like yeah. that. And then Baylor at home last week. They're supposed to be good. I hope we're good. Um, that'll be an important game for us. I like that. Kind of the budding rivalry during rivalry week. Yeah, the old Jeff Grimes mm. scenario. Grimesy. The Grimesy. Oh, the old uh, Baptists versus Mormons. Mm-hmm. Trump. I love the religious... Religious aspect to yeah. the libraries. That's good. Mm-hmm. All, all the storylines. Um, for my last two games, I got Kansas State the weekend before every week. Okay. Having it at home because you got the old the old timers from the 96 Cotton Bowl. Yeah, really old you know? rivalry. So I, I, th- I just think that'd be cool. You get a lot of the white hairs at the game, <laughs> probably standing up at some point. Love the we could honor hairs. the 96 Cotton Bowl team again yeah. for some reason. Oh, like yeah. the. 22nd and a half year anniversary or something. Yeah. Um, then week 13, rivalry week, I got TCU and I got an at home. Oh, okay. That'd be a wonderful game. And that really is just for me and everybody from our generation because we grew up watching us play TCU yeah. and that, that big rivalry. Hopefully, TCU will be good, we'll be good. And that rivalry weekend will be something that we haven't had for a very long time. Week 12, I have Houston I at home. Okay. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And for rivalry week, I have at Baylor. Ooh, with Dan. Kind of okay. a kind of a new kindled uh, rivalry that we have with Baylor there, with Jeff Grimes being the OC, one of the most underrated coordinators in the nation. Yeah, he's I good. think we're gonna have to go to Baylor because they're coming here this year. So. Ah, damn, that's true. That's true. To Baylor, okay. Well, that's interesting. I guess we got a lot of thoughts out about the new Big Twelve teams. Kind of what we want to see. Obviously, the Big 12 schedule will probably be crap because we're the new teams coming in, and they're just going to try and haze us. Oh, yeah, they're going to they're gonna hose us for sure. Yep, we're going to get Kansas at home and then fly out to eight different games on UCF and Cincy, and the, I don't know, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. 
it's going to be okay because Emmanuel Waller will be averaging like six sacks a game and a strip six a game. Oh, mm-hmm. heck And yeah. Corbin Green will have an interception. We'll go pick six every Young game. So. <laughs> that'll be a good. Uh, that'll be a good duo, and I'm excited. Alrighty. Alright, so to finish up this episode, two things. Uh, Golden State just went up 3-2. Steph Curry didn't even hit a 3 the entire game. That so. is insane. How did they win? They won. They Draymond won. Green fouled out. Steph Curry <laughs> did not make a single 3, yet he was still plus 15 in the plus minus. So, so he's officially good. I think he's I a good player. <laughs> he is a, I think we can say he's good. <laughs> officially good. To finish off this, I just want to say one more thing. Tom Holmo, please respond to my email. <laughs> I sent an email to Tom Homo. We've discussed many times on this show that the that the tailgating scene at BYU. Ugh. I'm not gonna put this lightly. It sucks. Rubbish. It's awful. It is rubbish. It's literally the grossest thing I've ever seen. And I told him. I emailed him and I said, "Look, Cougar Canyon. As much as we want it to, as much as you want it to, will never replace tailgating. And no amount of weird twangy country bands that nobody's ever heard of <laughs> that you bring the play will ever change that. True. Okay." Instead of the Rock sitting four to five hours waiting in line outside the stadium, they should be sending. They should be spending that four to five hours tailgating, having yes. fun, making memories, and then entering the stadium at a leisurely pace. The game day experience will improve so much if we improve tailgating. So everyone, please contact Tom Homo. If you look him up, his phone number is on BYU's website. Oh, Give him a call. <laughs> leave a voicemail. We want better tailgating. Uh, I agree, and in fact. That is the reason I'm not buying a Rock Pass for this oh, upcoming season. is that right? Official yes. announcement? Yes, me and Kinley are going season tickets. No way. Because I am sick of waiting four or five hours. The Rock Line In is the a Rock disaster. Line. And then getting in and getting screwed out of good seats, get packed in with a bunch of weirdos, uh, like ourselves, obviously. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, I, although I'll miss like, the atmosphere of the student section... I think I value the tailgating, like Justin said, that making of memories before the game, the everybody crowding around, talking, throwing the football, you know, eating hot dogs and hamburgers while watching whatever game is on before. That's kind of what I value more, um, and especially like once we all grow up at some point, I hope, <laughs> and start to have kids, you know, like that's what I'm gonna want be wanting to do with them. Sure. It's kind of like spend that time before the game with them, making those memories. Honestly, I'll probably be in the Rock too, so it's like I don't know. I'll probably be there. So if you ever want to yeah. hang out in the Rock, I'll have a spot safe for you. That's honestly okay. a good move, Jared. It I, is. Don't, I don't know all the financials there, but the Rock line sucks. All the it does. F- the Rock in general sucks. It absolutely sucks. We'll figure <laughs> so, it out. We'll find a way to all sit together in the stadium this year. It is loud sometimes. I'll give them that. It, it, it is, is. freaking loud. It's fun to sit in the Rock. It is. Yeah. Maybe that's what we'll just have to do. We'll have to save a spot for you, Jared. Yeah. Um, but as you were saying, Justin. Tailgating absolutely needs to be improved. For sure. I don't care if there's beer on campus. We live in Provo, Utah. The nearest beer spot is probably in Salt Lake or Riverton at the Lazy Dog Saloon. Or Wendover. <laughs> I have one solution for you. Okay. BYU, start selling Dr. Pepper kegs. Ooh. Ooh. BYU fans would eat those up, oh. drink those up. Like none other. BYU would become infamous. Yeah, be cash infamous. Cow. <laughs> Think of the like marketing deal that we could do with Dr Pepper or something. Just Think straight up Dr Pepper kids. Dude, kegs. we could get what's his name, the Dr Pepper guy. Yes, the college football playoff guy. Yes. yes. Ice cold Dr Pepper. Dude. Get Fansville. Everybody <laughs> call Tom Olmo. Provo could become the next Fansville. <laughs> yes. 
Alright, everybody, with that, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are so happy that we were able to bring this episode to you and this interview with Emmanuel Waller. A huge shout out to him for joining us. We will be tagging him on our Instagram. Make sure you follow him and give him some love. And make sure that you give our Instagram and Twitter some love at Loyal to Royal Pod. Remember to comment Finagonomics on our last <laughs> post if you have listened up to this point. And you have to use it in a sentence at least once a day. Mm-hmm. Yep. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye now. <laughs>